Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being that badass in business you were born to be. And today we are shaking it up. So I am starting to ask some amazing entrepreneurs to come on the show, be real, be vulnerable, and get some live coaching as a way of showcasing the fact that no matter how big you get, there's always room for improvement. And that amazing people are doing amazing things, even in spite of all of that. So you don't have to wait until you have all of your shit together to get out there and start creating that business that you really, really want. Now, just before I introduce my guest, I want to just explain the impact that Rena has had on me. Now, Rena is this incredible woman who has a gift for asking. She's really inspired me to be stretching who and what and how big of an ask I go for because this woman seems to have this magnetic ability to just make somebody feel fantastic when she asks them to do something for her. We may just have to have Rena come back on the show so that she can give us a little insight as to how she works her magic in getting people to say yes. So welcome, Rena. I am so excited that you said yes to this, to showing up and being vulnerable, being willing to be seen, and being willing to really grow your business. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for asking me. And it's funny whenever I'm in that position and it's like, do I really want to be invulnerable in front of people? <laughs> there is the fear there, Dana. But no, at the end of the day, it's uh, better to maybe push yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to just explain to the listener that, you know, the reason that I'm switching the format here is to really showcase the fact that no matter where we are in our business, there's this need to be honest and raw and vulnerable. And the reality is where things are changing in the level of consciousness on the planet, you can't get away with faking it as a guru anymore. So those that are going bigger are those that are willing to really show up authentically. And I see that in you. So I really want to applaud that first and foremost. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So we talked a little bit off air about what's going on in your business and what we want to dive into. So um, let's give a little bit of background. So tell the, the listeners what it is that you do and then um, move in and explain what the challenge is and what we're going to work on today. So right now I'm involved in a couple projects. I guess my main business is Speaker Slam and it's an inspirational speaking competition that we've been running for two years. We never took any steps to really monetize it. People would always say, what is your business model? We <laughs> say, we don't have one. And the reason we did that on purpose was that we wanted to build our brand authentically without selling our people. We didn't want it to constantly be a sell when they would walk in the door. But two years in now, having built our, built our brand, we're ready to start creating I guess, monetization for it. And we have some projects that we're working on and we're, we're super excited about everything going on with that. And at the same point, I'm also working with my friend Gina on the Too Much Woman business. Mm -hmm. And this has really started as a passion project, but we just, we have so much passion for what we're doing and we're creating retreats and masterminds for women who want to really embrace their uniqueness and make impact in the world. So I have a lot of things going on. I'm also working on an advanced speaker group for people who really want to go from great speaker to paid speaker. So we had talked a little bit about the challenges of balancing all that, but a lot of amazing things going on right now. 
I love it. You have, you've made a really big leap. So you're actually giving up your full-time job, stepping into this in a really big way. And, and that takes a lot of courage. So, you know, again, kudos. Thank you so much. There's there's some, a little time fear around that, but yet there's the, I can't even tell you the freedom. Like it's just the most amazing, peaceful thing in the world. I can't believe I held myself in a job for so long. (laughs) It happens. So let's dive in and take a look at the sponsorship piece because you you mentioned that that's kind of tripping you up and definitely, you know, making that leap from having something that was not being monetized to suddenly asking people for money for things. And so what I want to get a feel of is that, you know, what are the kinds of internal thoughts that are going on in your head when it comes to reaching out for the sponsorships? Sure. So from the very beginning, Dan and I had the understanding that sponsorship would help elevate our business. We're running events that have over 200 people. We actually have a grand slam that's going to have 500 people. We have built up a great community that we could easily get sponsorship for. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, we've been working on it and talking about it forever. We actually put the word sponsorship in quotations. Like we need to get sponsors because it's almost like this um, elusive thing that we don't actually believe exists. (laughs) And uh, we know that it does and we know that it's a good fit. But when it comes down to it, every time we get together, we work through all the things we have to work through and the sponsorship gets moved to the end and we'll deal with it next week. So I know we have a block with Mm -hmm. asking people and um, I don't know why. What do you tell yourself when you go to ask people? what, What do you tell yourself? I don't want to be seen as that salesy person. I don't want to jeopardize my relationships by now trying to sell them on things. I don't want to be mm-hmm. seen as that annoying person that's like, give me money. Oh, um, yes. That, that's the problem. And, and I, I just, it makes me feel, I don't want to be seen in that way. And mm-hmm. so we just, we push it off. And, and uh, I know Dan probably feels the same. So between the two of us, we haven't moved that very far. Well, we'll get him to listen to this after. So here's what I want to do. So I explained a little bit to you ahead of time, but basically we're, we're looking to kind of clear the charge on both the positive side and the negative side. So for, in this case, it would be in asking, in, in, in being seen as a salesperson. So what I want to look at is the charge around being seen as the pushy salesperson. So how we do this is I'm going to have you repeat a phrase because that's going to bring up all of the intensity and all of the emotion. And then you're going to take a nice deep breath. And on the exhale, you just imagine being able to kind of like flush the whole system, all the meridian lines and everything with that exhale. And we may have to repeat that a couple of times to really get it to go. So I'd like you to repeat the phrase, I'm willing to be the pushy salesperson. I'm willing to be the pushy salesperson. Nice deep breath. Big exhale. Let it all out and say it again. I'm willing to be the pushy salesperson. Starting to move. Nice deep breath. Big exhale. Say it again. I'm willing to be the pushy salesperson. Good. Move it a little bit more. Nice deep breath. And I'm going to push on this just a little bit, just to get a different angle. And I want you to say, I'm willing to be judged as the pushy salesperson because it's really more the underlying piece. That's right. Yeah. Go for it. I'm willing to be judged as the pushy salesperson. There you go. Nice deep breath. Just clear the system and the exhale. 
and say it again. I'm willing to be judged as the pushy salesperson. That's starting to move. One more time. I'm willing to be judged as the pushy salesperson. Yay. That's, you feel the difference in there? Like, as you yeah. say it, it's like there's just not as much charge. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go over to the opposite side and you're going to say that I'm willing to be judged as, and this is going to sound really bad grammar, grammatically, but I'm willing to be judged as not the pushy salesperson. Okay. Okay. I'm willing to be judged as not the pushy salesperson. Nice deep breath. I'm willing to be judged as not the pushy salesperson. There you go. So that's good. And then we're going to phrase it up as I'm willing to not be judged as the pushy, pushy salesperson. I'm willing not to be judged as the pushy salesperson. Not as not the pushy no, as the pushy <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sometimes it helps to write these down. So I'm willing to not be judged as the pushy salesperson. I'm willing to not be judged as the pushy salesperson. There you go. Nice deep breath. And then if you remember what that is, say it again. <laughs> I'm willing to not be judged for being the pushy salesperson. There you go. Nice deep breath. Okay. So how does it feel now when you think about doing those asks? We've got this sponsorship opportunity. Would you like to take part? Well, I feel there's so much confusion around how I feel. I don't feel anything now. So I think I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know what I'm willing or not willing to be judged for. So I think I can do it, Dana. <laughs> well, that's kind of the idea is that it's not to confuse you. It's just to, like we said, I remove the charge from both sides, both the, the having it and not having it, the polarity of yes and no, or good and bad, mm -hmm. right or wrong. When you remove the, the charge on both sides, then it's simply a choice. Right. Right? So that, that resistance to being judged isn't there. So then the resistance to doing the ask goes away. Now, there may be other layers in this that we can look at and you can kind of say, okay, <clears throat> you've got the, the, the format of this. And as you go to do your calls or you ask out, you know, it's like notice what is the thought that comes up, you know, and in this case it was, I don't want to be the pushy salesperson. So we start playing with those as statements and clearing out the charge, both the positive and the negative. And I'm just going to emphasize that on the negative, it's not about I'm not willing, it's I'm willing to not be judged as opposed to I'm, I'm not willing to be judged because it's, it's different statements, right? Right. Um, you can do both. You could do like all the variations if you want, <laughs> but as you work with this, you'll find like the little things, little things that pop up. This, this is great. Just, you know, pull up the statements, especially I find, you know, if you've got somebody who you see them as the pushy salesperson or you see them as annoying or whatever, it's like, I'm willing to be that. I'm willing to be just like them. And right. I'm willing to not be just like them. That will help to clear out the charge in your system about what's going on with them. I just wanted to highlight the... Okay. How to, how to do it yourself. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Some things is, you know, you really want someone to guide you through it because you can't stop and see it yourself. But some of those little things, absolutely. Get blasting them yourself, right? Okay. Awesome. Very fun. Um, so 
around the sponsorship, let's just kind of dive in there a little bit more. What else do you notice stops you from creating that sponsorship opportunity? I think there's a little bit of imposter syndrome. Mm. I think it comes down to sometimes thinking that you have something worthy that people want to invest in. Now I know personally how amazing speaker slam is and I I know Mm -hmm. the energy and I know the following that we have, but I always wonder, is it enough? Like, is our following enough? Is our social media following enough? Is our email list enough to actually garner sponsorship? And that, and it's always held me back from the beginning. Like, let's wait another month. Let's wait another six months. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's build mm-hmm. a little bit more. Let's go from 80 people to 200 people. Well, maybe we should wait till we have 500 people or, <laughs> you know, we have a thousand people on our email list, which we have 2000. It's always, it's just always not quite enough Yeah, because you want to be good enough for people to want to invest in. Yeah. And, and so I, partially I want to address this logically that first of all, the idea of ever being enough is the biggest lie perpetrated in this personal development world from where I stand. Right. Because how can you ever be enough? How can you ever? Like it's an impossible, there's no measurement to say this is what enough is. So as you've just pointed out so beautifully, it is a constant moving target. The enough is always an arm's length away. You can never quite reach it because it's always just out of reach. You can't ever be enough. That's bullshit. But if we take the judgment out of it, because that's what enough is, is about you judging yourself to be worthy, judging yourself to be you know, valuable and all those things. And we say, well, what if we were to do it just because? And not because we're worthy or enough, but just because this is what's required. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that's the logical. Now, <clears throat> um, let's try the statement, I'm willing to not be enough. I'm willing to not be enough. Nice deep breath. I'm willing to not be enough. That's moving. I'm willing to not be enough. Cool. And then let's try it on the, I'm willing to be enough. I'm willing to be enough. I'm willing to be enough. So let me poke at this and say, what would happen if you and Dan were creating the business, like creating the speaker slam and making really good income for both of you? What would you lose? Maybe the drive to keep pushing harder. Cool. Maybe that. Okay. Um, and it feels like I need to go a little bit even more. What else would you lose? If we were really successful and really making a lot of money, uh-huh. um, the perception of humility. Mm, there we go. That's yeah. a bigger thing. Yes. I, I think sometimes I, I equate success or to a high level of success to ego. And it's one of the things that I don't like 
when I see in other people, like mm-hmm. a really uh, arrogant ego, like mm-hmm. I'm super successful, um, like some of the big, big guys that are up there. And so I guess I kind of equate not really realizing it until this exact moment, mm-hmm. being super successful with, with, with that, not just that ego, but that perception of being that. Absolutely. Yeah. And see, this is what I love. It's like, as we dig in and we start to like say, okay, get really into what is it behind all of that? What is, you know, cause logically, you know, on the outside, logically it's, well, let's just go big. Let's get some sponsorship. Let's do all that. Right. It sounds very logical. We'll just do this. However, if you have that idea that you would lose your humility, which is so, I know that's hugely valuable for you, then obviously you're going to put up these roadblocks so that you don't lose what is really valuable. Right. Very obvious. So now we're going to work on clearing that charge. And so the statement that I want to play with here is um, I'm willing to be successful and humble. 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 And then I'm going to vary the statement a little bit. And I want you to say, I'm allowed to be successful and humble. I'm allowed to be successful and humble. I'm allowed to be successful and humble. Nice. Probably one more time on that. We'll get the rest of it. I'm allowed to be successful and humble. Good. And I'm allowed to not be successful and not be humble. And I'm allowed to not be successful and not be humble. And I'm allowed to not be successful and not be humble. One more time on that. And I'm allowed to not be successful and not be humble. Yeah. So you may want to play with that a little bit more on your own. There's still a bit of charge on that for you, um, but it's moving a lot. So if I get you to imagine being really successful at this, now what do you see that you would lose? Nothing. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) We're totally clear. You can go for it. (laughs) I mean, there's always, there's always going to be, little pieces, but I I get the shift, trying to shift the thinking. I always equate success with ego. I I get being able to equate it with being humble would be freeing. Yeah. 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 But like you said, there's, I can, I can see the vision of that. Not that I fully I'm immersed in it. Like I'm a changed woman, but I can see the possibility of it. Which is fantastic. That's where it starts. Being able to see the possibility of that, as opposed to when we started, that wasn't really a possibility like on the unconscious level, it, you know, cognitively. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, of course, there's probably examples of people who are successful and humble, but that underlying piece of being successful means that you give up your humility. And, you know, because you're such a compassionate driven woman, that wouldn't be okay. So, right. <clears throat> so playing around with all the different aspects of what you don't like about people who are successful and being willing to take on those characteristics. And remember, it's, it's not about actually taking them on. It's about clearing the charge about being that. 
So being an egomaniac, like be willing to be the egomaniac, be willing to step on people, be willing, like these are crazy ass things for me to tell people like, you know, I want you to clear the being willing to, to be all these things that aren't that great, but it's what we need to clear for the charge to get you moving. So does that kind of make sense where, where I'm going with, you know, clearing out the charge so that you can actually step in and choose to do what works for you? Absolutely. Cool. Yay. So is there anything else that you can see that at this point you're aware of that's getting in the way of you asking for that sponsorship money so that you can take your business up? I don't think so. I think, I think those are the main things. Cool. Okay. So I am so excited that you've been willing to like play at this, even though it's kind of different and weird, but I just, I love what you're doing and I love seeing people, you know, step it up in a big way and being able to support them to move forward in a way that makes sense and has some more ease. So thank thank you you so much. Okay, Rena. So I just about forgot that we should give a little shout out to where people can find all the amazing stuff that you're doing. So tell us. Okay. So first of all, I am all over Facebook. Anyone that's my friend has the misfortune of hearing every single detail (laughs) of my life. (laughs) The best thing is to find me on Facebook, but speakerslam.ca is our website. And we have an amazing event coming up at the end of September. We have our Grand Slam in November. Also, the Too Much Woman movement is only on Facebook at the moment. Um, But if you just search that in, you can find our group. We have a really empowering group right now started for women who are really trying to embrace their uniqueness and make impact in the world. So we're trying to get women together. Uh, We're trying to make a movement. So you can find us on Facebook with that. Love it. Love it. And thank you once again for coming on, being willing to be vulnerable and raw, do something totally different. So I so thank, thank you so much. I mean, this is a lot of fun and it's interesting because there are blind spots and you, until you're really thrown into it, you don't recognize them. So it was really helpful for you to kind of talk me through that. And I definitely think I'm going to look at things differently. So I really appreciate you having me on. Love it. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.